Coming to you from the trenches of blue collar America, the place where the wheels of America are kept turning and turning. It's the Blue Collar Success Network, hosted by blue collar business coach, author and speaker, Jerry Eisenhower with CBC Coaching. Take it away, Jerry. Hey, and this is Jerry Eisenhower, CBC Coaching, coming to you live once again on the Blue Collar Success Network. Really appreciate you guys joining us every week. And what we try to do is talk about things from the aspect of how to make you more successful. How to make you more successful. And one of the things is, if you're a blue collar home maintenance service contractor, you probably have this thing called a customer. And a customer, for some reason, is who we depend on because if we have a happy and enthused customer, guess what? They pay us for our work. And not only that, if we take them to being an enthused customer, the enthused customer is going to tell everybody about the great experience they have with you. So today, instead of me talking, I brought on a consumer. And this consumer is a woman and she knows what she wants. She's not scared to pay for what she wants. She's not a person that would dick her for the money. She's not gonna to try to get the contractor to say, hey, could you do it for a little less? Because what she's looking for is just like 60% of American consumers today naturally don't wanna to pay too much. But what they want, they want value for their money. That's what they're looking for. So today I have a very educated consumer. I have a consumer that knows what she wants. And the reason I know she knows what she wants is because, folks, she's my wife. And I can tell you that my, when Cheryl Eisenhower wants something, I have no problem whatsoever with her getting what she wants. I want her to have what she wants. Many times we have actually went to a store I've told the salesman, walking in the store one day for a mattress sale, Stephen, my name's Jerry Eisenhower, I travel for a living, we need a mattress. My wife asked, what kind do you want? I said, I'd like one like they got at a Hampton Inn, because it's about the most comfortable mattress I sleep on, and I sleep on a lot. I said, but she lives in that house, so here's your job. You make her happy, and guess what? You get a sale. That's that easy, black and white, right? Was that pretty well the way it went that day? Went pretty well. And what did he do? He wanted me to lay on the bed. He wanted to ignore her, okay? Which weren't, hang your head, Stephen, that's what he did. So with that, I'm going to let Cheryl tell you from the aspect of being consumer. And she's got notes here on some of the things that have went on in her life as a consumer. Now, Cheryl's a coach. Cheryl owns a manufacturing plant. Cheryl's a pretty independent woman. Wouldn't you agree, Stephen? Wouldn't want to tangle with her, would you? Wouldn't want to make her mad, would you? You think if you sold her something, you'd want to make her happy? Yeah. I think I would, too. So with that, Cheryl, tell them about what it's like as a consumer and what you as a consumer are looking for and what you're willing to pay for. Well, as me, I'm a female, which automatically puts you in the we-really-don't-care bracket when you're coming out to my house, or just like when you did the mattress. He didn't care whether I laid on the mattress or not. He wanted you to do it. What he didn't realize, it was my credit card. Not a problem. But anyway, he was just one of the people that really screwed up. I mean, we got the mattress, but it was only because it was a forced sale. But um, I wish, you know, I wish there were more 
um, people that were in business that would realize, number one, that the customer's important, and also, coming from my aspect, that the female part of the customer's important. Because, to be honest, she's the one that's at home. I mean, I'm sitting here right now in my office with a commode that has been leaking for months. Wait a minute. Let's say this. Many people that maybe listen don't know what a commode is. Well, a bathroom. No, I'm very serious. What would you like to call it today? Let's call it the toilet. Okay, the toilet. The toilet is in there running to the point that we have to close the door it runs. I know, and I'm leasing, so, and I'm not paying for the toilet running. So, it's kind of like I told Stephen a little while ago, I care, but I really don't. Because he's supposed to have the plumber here, and I call my lease person. He is supposed to be keeping the customer happy. I'm the customer. And I'm not happy because I have to hear this stupid noise, but I'm not that unhappy that he's having to pay for it either. But um, that's just one of the things. And like Jerry said, I'm supposed to rant and rave on here, so we're moving home. If y'all have been following him at all um, on his webpage, you have probably seen about the awning that we keep trying to get up. Now, they have dealt more with him on this, except for the installer. The installer was super nice. The salesman screwed up. He didn't tell us exactly what was going to happen. He didn't tell us that the electrician that was going to make this thing work was not going to be there for a while. So we had this big old white drop cord hanging down off the top of my house. And if anybody knows me, I don't like big old white drop cords hanging down off of my house. So this morning, the guy finally got out there. They got an electrician. And he come to my house. And he put the wire where I had no big old white drop cord. But then when he went to put the wind sensor on, they had forgot to order it. So now we've got another two weeks before we get the wind sensor. And the problem with not having the wind sensor is Jerry. And the reason Jerry's a problem with the wind sensor is that if the wind comes up, he might be busy and not pay attention. And we're going to roll this nice old on and flat back on top of the house. So wind sensor's not on. Trial number two. And we go on. Now we've got a problem with the state. The state worked on our road. And after they worked on our road, they diverted the water down through my yard. Not only is it diverted down through my yard, it comes at a high rate of speed. And it cuts a streak out. Now, if it was a nice straight ditch, I might be a little nicer about this, but it looks like somebody was on some really bad drugs when they cut it. So every day when I go home, I have to look at this big old thing going down the road. And then last, oh, about five weeks ago, they came out to fix it. 
and they put this big old white thing down there that looked like a sliding board, which really made me feel good. Then they took that one up and they put a green smaller sliding board. Then they took the sliding board up and it rained over the weekend and I have a ditch again. Well, let me ask you another question. You know, I'm looking at your notes over there. Why don't you share with them about your swimming pool episodes? Which one? The swimming pool episode where you could walk on the water. Oh, that was, you mean the last of the episodes. The, um, we had a swimming pool problem and we needed to get a new liner put in. So they came, they hopped right on the liner, had no problem getting the liner in. Thought that was good customer service, thought we were rolling. And then all of a sudden they go out there, we get the water filled up in it and they go out there and cut it on and it's, I'm gonna have a pool in a couple days, it'll be warm. Next thing I know, I go out the next morning and there's enough mud in the pool. Like Jerry said, we could just about walk on it. They had left a valve open that was pumping mud along with the water. You Did want... it fill up the filters and the pool pump and everything else? And your attitude and everything that went with okay. it. And what did we just have done several weeks ago on the same pool? Had they fixed the sand filter after they screwed it up with the mud. Yeah. The only problem is they didn't fix the sand filter. So when they cut the pump back on, it filled the pool up with sand. So are you an enthused customer of, the, of any of these companies so far? You went through plumber, you got pool, and I see you got another one we're going up in a minute. Are you an enthused customer at this point? Do I sound like one? Don't sound like So you're not giving any good reviews? Not today. Not today. So have you talked about your owning? Yes. You've talked about the owning. And the, the only thing out of that was the installer was super. The installer was super. He was. Very, very much so. In fact, he follows us on Facebook. Didn't he give him a copy of some books and all that? He did. You guys are really trying to learn. So there it is. See, this is what you got to do. You got, you know, it's like she's not overly picky. She just wants what she pays for. Well, it's not so much being picky. It's that it caused more problems than they fixed. Yep. How do you like to color your deck? Well, that was another whole story. They painted it the wrong color. So as after I hung wallpaper for 22 years, and so I'm a real big color freak. Um, so long story, it's still the wrong color because it's 2,800 square feet, and nobody's going to redo it. I hear you. So let me ask you a question. Whenever you talk to a contractor in this day and time, do you have a perceived risk in your mind? Completely. You have a perceived risk, and the perceived risk may not be that that contractor. It's what has happened in the past that's affecting your judgment for future sales, right? Yeah, and you know the bad part about it, that's only come in the last couple of years because it seemed like years ago you got better customer service. And I agree with that. So what we're going to do is on the next session that we talk about in the next podcast we do, we're going to talk about that perceived risk. You've just heard a consumer tell you what her concerns are as a consumer. Now you run a business. Do you try to avoid any type of customer complaints? I do it every chance I get and I do it immediately. I do. If there is a complaint, I mean, I'm really proud to say we don't have many. 
but the few we do have, I try to take care of them immediately. I don't, I don't sit and hold the phone for weeks before I call them. Okay. So, you've heard it from a consumer side. Guys, t- guys and gals, take this to heart. This is what today's consumers are looking for. It's not that they mind paying you. But what they want is they want delivered what they paid for. No, same as you would. And that's what is getting harder and harder to get this day and time. So as you're looking at this, as you're thinking about this, as you're looking forward, this is going to be a secret to success. Anticipate what your customer is going to want. Deliver. Exceed the customer's expectations. When you do that, would you be writing good reviews for these companies if they delivered for you? I will always write a good review. I find it hard to write a bad review because I just talk to people. But I don't like putting a bad review on a company, but there is a point where it will happen. I hear you. So anyway, this is Jerry, CVC Coaching, Blue Collar Success Network. Hope you've enjoyed our podcast. Let us know what subjects we cover you. And also, Cheryl, you wrote some books. Let's tell them about some of your books that are on Amazon. Um, wrote, I'm glad I did. It's on Amazon under my name. I wrote a composite book on a dare to be difference maker number seven. I did it under Michelle Prince. There's 16 of us that went together. I have two more. One should come out within the next couple months and another one a couple months after that. So that's what we do. Why do we write books? We write books to share what we know with other people. It's part of our legacy and trying to help other people and where they're getting ready to go, right? So go to Amazon. Search Cheryl Eisenhower. That's with an S. Find the book she's written. Search mine, Jerry Eisenhower. I've got two. I've got three up now. i got two more coming this year. That's going to be a big thing for us as far as that. And that's how we're sharing what we know and trying to help people reach their dreams. So look us up on Amazon. Look us up on our website, cbccoaching.com. Let us know how we can help you reach your business dreams. Life is too short to be unhappy. Make yourself happy. Do what makes you happy. And with that, I bid you farewell. Talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us here at the Blue Collar Success Network, sponsored by CDC Coaching and hosted each week by coach, speaker, and author Jerry Eisenhower. For more information on the services provided by Jerry and CDC Coaching, look them up at cdccoaching.com. Our mission here at Blue Collar Success Network is to help blue collar pros like you turn your business dreams into your business realities. Let's talk.